0: Welcome to Palo Alto Network's latest podcast, NextWave Partner Insights Explained, or Pi for short. Take a 15-minute break and tune into NextWave Pi, as we deep dive into some of Palo Alto Networks' biggest wins, featuring our valuable NextWave Partner Network. Serve yourself a slice of security and learn about the deal from the partner's point of view, as they explain their recipe for success. Peace out! Welcome back to Next Wave Pi. I'm your host, Maria Dalasio, Partner Manager at Palo Alto Networks. Thanks for joining the third of four podcasts with IDC, where we're focusing on the value partners are experiencing from engaging with Palo Alto Networks and its technology. I'm back with Paul Edwards of IDC, and today we're also joined by Dennis Faree Ashenbert, Senior Vice President of global business development and ecosystems at Exclusive Networks. In this episode, they'll focus on the value Exclusive Networks has experienced in its relationship with Palo Alto Networks and the opportunities that led to growth in the spectrum of services in deals for the distributor and its partners. Handing things over to you, Paul.
1: Great. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Maria. And you know, I I think the growth of the security market and and that's worldwide has has really set the stage for. Um, partners like uh, the distributor exclusive networks, um, who we're going to talk to here, to really capture market opportunities related to their Palo Alto Networks relationship, and and I really do want to dig specifically into uh, exclusives experience. But first, Denis, just just tell us about your company and the scope of your relationship with uh, Palo Alto Networks. Thank you.
2: Sure. Thanks, uh, Paul. I really appreciate, first of all, to be invited to the podcast, for sure. Uh, Exclusive Network was founded in 2003. We are a global aggregator of cybersecurity solution and professional services. We, we don't want to be associated as a generic value-added distributor. We believe we do a very different job. Uh, the mission is to drive transition to a total a uh, trusted digital future for all people and organization. Uh, the company was held uh, from Paris. You can detect this beautiful deep French accent, but I was not there at that time. Uh, Exclusive Network is listed on Euronext Paris Stock Exchange. We have 46 uh, offices around the world. We deliver in the three main theaters, such as EMEA, APAC, and North America. And we have the ability to service customers in about 170 countries. So to get back to your question, Paul, Exclusive Networks and Palo Alto have been partnering since 2008. In fact, we sold our first uh, firewall in EMEA before Palo Alto the team in Europe. Exclusive networks were a kind of an extension to the Palo Alto Networks team from uh, Santa Clara across pre-sales, sales, marketing and all services. That was the mission that uh, we have agreed uh, with that um, generation of new uh, generation of firewall uh, technology. So we continue this strategy today. It's a true strong partnership, partnership that uh, has been the blueprint for vendor engagement across all the business uh, that we drive. Today, Excuzi Network is a $4 billion revenue company. Most likely, we focus uh, our investment and activity on distribution managed partner while supporting Palo Alto Network in their focus partners country, coverage, expansion, acquisition, local sales, global sales. In fact, we give partners more opportunity uh, to uh, enrich their value proposition up to customer relevance. The type of partners has evolved. Obviously, we uh, drag into all kind of cloud service provider, managed service provider, managed service security provider, GSI. In fact, uh, the richness of uh, this ecosystem is pretty broad. And Palo Alto has such a rich portfolio that uh, this is the, the reason why we can um, deliver this value proposition across the board.
1: Mm, that's great. Thanks, Denis, for that um, great Intro and and so much detail there, um, and and great that you have that that tight relationship with with Palo Alto Networks, you know I you know we've we've kind of found in in our research that you know services are basically the biggest part of the security market worldwide. It's about forty five percent of of the total spend out there, and it's followed by you know security software and then security hardware. And you know to me, that represents a lot of opportunity for partners to really add value with clients, with things like consulting advisory services and project-based services and managed services, um, but, but also in the resale of security software and hardware. Um, I think I'll also mention that there's, there's really been a shift in the security market to software and services, right? Where partners are continuing to sell and, and implement on-premise, uh, and virtual firewalls, but but growth is really coming from uh, security cloud subscriptions and managed services. So, you know, Denis, and you know, as a distributor, and I know you guys are, are 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 bigger than that. Even you know, what what are you seeing as really the growth areas in security related to Palo Alto Networks for your business, and then by extension for for your partner businesses.
2: Thanks for the question, Paul. So let's reference growth we know from Palo Alto Networks on the products area, calling out SASE. Uh, we're seeing growth in demand for Prisma SASE, which includes uh, Zero Trust Networks' access to the zero and the uh, SD1, which is extremely uh, at the center of the preoccupation of users. As you know, SD1 really got an impulse from the pandemic situation when we had to rework, rebuild the networking capabilities from uh, work from home. So it also includes security operation via Cortex and cloud security in DevSecOps, Steam via uh, Prisma Cloud. So the balance is naturally tipping towards software subscription with these offerings. Palo Alto Networks year-on-year in EMEA for SASE was over triple-digit growth, according to the information we got from the vendor himself. Key points in these Our reflex area of skills shortage in end customer, opportunity for us to educate the partners. This is key fundamental in terms of mission uh, that uh, we have to provision in consultancy, professional services, training. In fact, we are an authorized training center for Palo Alto. This is very important in the definition of the value proposition. Uh, We also have our own uh, platform for subscription, uh, which is uh, a way to procure today anything as software as a service, and Palo Alto Networks is sitting into that platform, and we are shifting the focus also on non-software technology. As you can figure out, firewalls are hardware component. We call it appliances, and there's a big need in that play field, especially on the enterprise segment, to do transformation, capex to opex. You might want to challenge me in telling me, but Denis, this is a kind of a financial engineering. Yeah, sure. We have absolutely no issue, but we do IT as a service, which is a complete different motion. In fact, we call it digital distribution model. We are delivering existing subscription and software services, such as VM series, SASE, Cortex from Palo. So the partners can white label those uh, accesses from the platform and with their own service, their own SKUs, and even other technologies that they can bundle solution. XOD has been growing 478% in terms of partners signing up, uh, June for 2022 versus uh, last year, 2021. And um, it's a 75% growth in terms of annual re- revenue recurring. Recurring revenue, sorry about that. So we agree that it's certainly demand on growth in the market in that way for further accelerate together with Palo Alto Networks. Mm,
1: that's great, Denis. Thanks. Those are some great uh, numbers you quoted there in terms of growth. And, you know, I'm going to ask, and this, it's kind of a good segue into the next question, but you, you may have touched on some of this, but I want to uh, dig more into it. So, you know, if you think about, um, uh, you know, partners really are becoming much more diversified and, and resilient businesses. And clearly a lot of things in the market have have created that. Um, and, and that really means they're, they're engaging in many different activities. And I would include resale in that, all their project-based services, but also doing more uh, around software development. Um, and then, you know, in the case of uh, Palo Alto Network's uh, products and solutions that, you know, we, we've seen that it might be the resale that kind of drives the partner services and software sales. And in fact, actually we did a, a survey with uh, Palo Alto Network partners that showed uh, software and hardware resale were experiencing the fastest growth in Palo Alto Networks deals and and these were followed by you know a a whole bunch of partner services and and other products but you know Denis what are what are you seeing outside of what you've already kind of told us what are you seeing in your own business relative to the Palo Alto Networks product and solution sales then leading to your own services revenue and and those of your partners
2: great question Paul Uh, We see a requirement for the same thing. Indeed, uh, this is what our XOD platform, the subscription consumption-based platform I was describing earlier, has been designed for. The partner opportunity is huge and diverse. Several of our partners are building go-to-market solutions alongside Palo Alto Networks technology, especially in the larger GSI and Telco SI. Telco SI is, uh, um, you know, those... uh, telco provider, which migrated into MS. MSSP model, uh, the big names of NTNT, Telefonica, Orange Cyber Defense, and the NTT, I, I won't want to miss anyone, uh, compared to the GSI, which are more the traditional DXSC, Atos, Capgemini. So that's the major difference. But for example, they do manage endpoint, incident response, manage SASE or remote access solution from a specific vertical. So the role of exclusive network is to identify opportunities work with these partner and palo alto networks to accelerate the sales cycle this project and offering take some time to architect and commercialize obviously we see software development and consultancy services leading the way in the dev space where in fact there is an opportunity for partners to decouple the transaction of the product and services where we see dedicated consultancies who are product specialized, but solely focus on the services. In turn, we have partners with strong relationship with customer but lacking in skills required to deliver the services. And that's why we made an acquisition back in Q4 2020 of a DevOps, DevSecOps uh, born in the cloud distributor called NuAware. NuAware is the center of Expertise for anything which is related to DevOps, DevSecOps, and now cloud security. The profile of a partner base is also diversifying: GSI, MSSPs, MSPs, etc. In fact, uh, managed services are 50% of the business, according to analysts. And resellers who offer professional services and usually some managed services, but not enough to meet the 50% threshold. So they are growing in the service direction. They recognize that there is. What most profitable for them. We have an opportunity to support all of them as they transition, particularly in the Palo Alto Network's commercial space, you know, the segment which is below enterprise. Commercial is defined in Europe more like mid-market or even SMB. And we're working closely with those resellers and MSP to grow the business there through this XOD platform, as I described earlier.
1: Mm, That's great. Thanks, Denis. And Clearly, there's diverse opportunity out there. You guys are doing a lot to, 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 to take some of that. That's, that's incredible.
0: Thank you for joining us today and tune in to the next episode to hear more from Denise. Thank you so much for joining us today on Next Wave Pie as we discuss some of our valuable partners' perspectives, insights, and experiences. We can't wait to see you next time. For now, goodbye.